Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Hi, Dan. Hey, Keith. I'm tired. <laughs> I might be sick. <laughs> you, really? Did you get sick? Well, <laughs> Maybe. We both worked pretty late hours on New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah. I got home like, like three or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I got home about ten minutes before you did. <laughs> yeah. I was a tired panda. <laughs> Same. Yeah. And, you know, like... We really rely on news sources to like just copy headlines of the show, and like everyone took off. So it's like professional, sh- yeah, sure. But like, so like every news headline is like this detail of Rise of Skywalker came from this. And it's like, you know, yep. Yeah, breakdowns and Easter eggs. Right. Um, also, I just saw Rise of Skywalker for the third time. Uh-huh. Uh, it may have been with one or two people that run this podcast network. <laughs> this, this here network. Yeah. And boy, do they love talking during movies. And I've Especially at places where that's not a thing that's allowed. Man, I love them both so much. But I just had to like claw my fingers into the seat like the armrest every single time like I want to have feel like like a movie night at my house and have them come over and then have them start watching and then just scream comments at them through the whole movie and see if they like it that's what it felt like anyway I love I love both of them to death Oy. Like, like the movie that you know the most trivia about. Yeah. <laughs> but I kind of want to do one I don't know anything about. Just, yeah. That reminds me of this. <laughs> oh, what's happening? Oh, that, that, what's going on? I Was think that's that the, the character, character from, from before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same joke. Oh. Uh. Uh, I feel bad because the last time we saw a movie, I was kind of short with them because I was like, oh, did you guys enjoy the movie? They're like, yeah. I'm like, even with that sound in the background, they're like, what sound? I'm like, the goddamn commentary track going the entire fucking movie. And I felt bad about that. So I, now I just keep it to myself. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> but it holds up. I think uh, Rise of Skywalker is my favorite of this trilogy. Yeah, it's really good. Top, definitely top half of all Star Wars, if not a little high. Maybe top twenty five percent of all Star Wars for me. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the the more times you see it, the more organic the uh, the Leia stuff feels. Which brings us to our first piece of news. Ooh, Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah, who got that whopping minute and forty six seconds of screen time, which I'm still pissed off about. Yeah, you gave it to Dominic Monaghan. Yeah. Fuck Dominic Monaghan. Give that Kelly deserves it. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. she said that it was very, very difficult, and that all the cast members agreed that it was very difficult to film those scenes because mm. they're the timing is just not there, and that's my biggest problem oh, with all the yeah. Leia scenes. If you haven't seen Rise of Skywalker yet, Leia's in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows she's dead. <laughs> yep. But they, you know, they had filmed yeah. previous things with her, so they were using old footage. Yeah. But like Leia's timbre is very cut you off. You know, I'm the general. Here's what's yeah. going on. Very- yeah, as as was Carrie Fisher's in life. Sure. <laughs> was, yeah. So like, ev- everything is so weirdly spaced, and the more I see mm. it, it, it doesn't. It still doesn't feel right to me because it's like you say something at her, and then like this pause where they like show her and her face. Like, look, she's in the movie, and yeah. then she says something, and it's it's she's they made yeah. her such a support character because of the lines they had already filmed were not. Yeah, Fisher ish. Yeah, she's way more like elder stateswoman yeah like, and that's not her man yeah. she's going down with a blaster in her hand but yeah neither here nor there uh, yeah she said it was very difficult 
I jumped in the news. I didn't even talk about uh, mail and um, uh, hey, hey ratings. Huh. Hey, Keith. Yeah. Do we have any new nope. mail or ratings? No mail. No. Okay. No ratings. <laughs> T-Factory still the last one, so I'm going to keep talking about T-Factory. God bless you. <laughs> Goddamn hero. That's right. Um. All right, next piece of news. Uh, Kevin Feige. Yeah, is back walking or back taken back a little bit. He's walking mm. back. Uh, says, "Let me be clear, Doctor Strange Two is not a horror film." Okay, because, <laughs> uh, like, they, they don't want to be like, "Oh, they tried that with the New Mutants." And sure. how, how well did that go? Right. So like, <laughs> still not out <laughs> after three different versions. Right. And any <laughs> sane, logical versions would be like, "There's horror elements to this Marvel Child's film." Yeah. Um, <laughs> But he had to talk back because apparently a bunch of people are yeah. stupid. Yeah, it's not the devil's rejects. Right. <laughs> Although, that would be cool be amazing. Yeah. Oof. A really evil Marvel. Anyway, so you yeah. talk that back. Yeah. Go to literal hell with, like, Mephisto, and it's yeah. just <laughs> like horrific it. in the true sense. Mm-hmm. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Iron Man just being tortured by the devil. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not evil. Yeah. Uh, he also goes on to talk about, uh, and, like, this is, like, the one major, major news story everyone's talking about, and it's not even any good information, but <laughs> he's like, I like the, what we're doing with this one because we get to play with a lot of characters you're never going to see again. Uh, oh, because you know it's the multiverse, yeah. Of so it's all these characters that they really want to see in movies that we're gonna see for like brief instances. Oh, interesting. In the same way that how I flipped out when I saw Howard the Duck. Yeah, it's gonna be that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, I wonder if they're gonna use that to close off the like the Fox X Men franchise. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be dope. I just want to see like another scene of Wolverine sitting to bar going, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yes. He played the comedian in the Watchmen movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also played he also, uh, Negan. Negan, which bed. makes me not like him. Uh, <laughs> <He's>, uh, <laughs> he was uh, Thomas Wayne for a hot minute. He sure was, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he, uh, over the new year, he's like, oh, I found my Watchmen mask and put it on and like tweet it. <laughs> And he's like, watch out for things happening in 2020, which makes me think he's going to be on the Watchmen TV show. Because uh, they show in this TV show, like the briefest <laughs> flash of a comedian character. It's not yeah. him, but it's also a past one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we didn't really see either him or, uh, what is it? Night Owl. Yeah. We got a whole, well, we know where he is. Yeah. He's, he's in, in prison. jail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's great. I think we're going to, if they were going to pull one person from the movie universe to the TV show universe to reprise the role, that's the one I'd pick. Yeah. He is great at being a bastard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I watched a, uh, an interview with Damon Lindelof uh, talking about the season one. Mm-hmm. And he said, like, I, I don't have an idea for season two. Like, it's this was the story that I wanted to tell. Sure. And, like, uh, was it Netflix, maybe, or whoever you know had the rights to do it um like approached him like several times over the course of years and every time he was just like no you shouldn't touch that right yeah <laughs> and I'm, I'm not touching it with a 10 foot pole sure and then he finally like had an idea that he thought was worthy of the watchman universe right which was the tulsa massacre yeah um, and he's rad. like, I I think there's a good story in that that would work for the Watchmen universe. Sure. 
and he's like, "I that's the whole story was season one that he had." So he's like, "I'm sure HBO will find somebody else to do it." Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> but I'm not doing season two. That's crazy. Yeah. I bet you season two is not going to be nearly as good then. No. <laughs> They're gonna. Uh, what was that? What was that HBO series? The detective. Is it True Detective? Yeah, I've only I've I've, seen, I've never watched it, but yeah, everyone says either. season one's amazing and the rest is garbage. Yeah, yeah, I've heard season <coughs> one's like glorious, season two is a hot mess, and then season three like sort of split the difference, mm-hmm. <laughs> or like wasn't bad, but it wasn't it still wasn't season one quality. Word. Yeah. Um. Which yeah, anybody listening, if you haven't seen Watchmen. The, uh, the new HBO series. Yeah, go watch go it. Go watch it. It's, it's amazing. It's the best thing but... I've seen on TV. Um, <laughs> yeah. Maybe ever. Maybe matched with Letterkenny. It's, it's pretty but stellar. It, it's it's like a new like, level. Yeah, it's like important storytelling. Oh, it's so fucking <laughs> you know? good. Which brings us to our next uh, piece of news, which was Obama. Yeah. Put out his favorite movies and TV shows yeah, in 2019. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to talk about that. <laughs> Uh, and I feel like an asshole for seeing so few of the movies that he put out. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's some really surprising ones on here. So I'll, I'm just going to yeah, go through yeah. the list. I've seen two of the movies on his list. Oh, shit. Uh, American Factory, Amazing Grace, Apollo 11, Ashes the Purest White, Atlantics, Birds of Passage, Booksmart, oh. Diane, The Farewell, Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, <laughs> Just Mercy, The Last Ma- The Last Black Man in San Francisco, Little Women, Marriage Story, Parasite, The Souvenir, and Transit. Wow. Yeah. So I've seen two of them. And like some of these are amazing films that are so well received. I yeah. Just didn't I? I was too busy watching fucking seventeen times uh, Avengers <laughs> yeah. or yeah, 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 worrying about you know Star Wars. And I'm like, man, I gotta get back into just watching real cinema. Yeah. Yeah. But the two I saw on this list are both Netflix movies. <laughs> yeah. and it's The Irishman and The Marriage Story. One I liked a lot and one I didn't care for. Yeah. No. Did you see any of those movies? I didn't see a single one. That's, That's funny. nuts. I really do want to see The New Little Woman in here. It's great. Uh, yeah. I saw The Irishman. I thought it was fine. I just thought they should have broken it down into a series. Yeah. It's like uh, seven hours long, eight hours long. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Marriage Story, which I, fuck, I just watched and I fucking loved. Yeah. Oh, I'll watch that again. Adam Driver just being a, a whiny boy about a girl. We've never seen that before. Uh, and it's, yeah. So <laughs> Kylo Ren being married to Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear about the what happened with the Terry Gross and NPR in that? No. So they were <laughs> way off topic. All right. So the movie Marriage Story uh, includes a scene where uh, Kylo Ren, Adam Driver, does uh, like, like, Maybe 45 seconds of karaoke. Okay. <laughs> and Adam Driver notoriously is like, re- will not watch himself or listen to himself. Like, he's just like, yeah. He's, he, it's like almost like to a phobia level. He's like, I don't want to hear myself. Yeah. I want to see myself. I'm always nitpicking. It's yeah, never good. A lot, of, a lot of actors that are like better. that. They're just yeah. like, like, yeah. I heard Roseanne's never seen an episode of Roseanne. <laughs> Patrick Stewart yeah. never saw an episode of Star Trek till like 10 years after it, you know, yeah, yeah. was on. But, you know, and that's fine. And then, so, Terry Gross had, at one point, interviewed Adam Driver for another project, and they talked about it, and he's like, yeah, I really hate it. And then Terry (laughs) Gross is like, hey, we have this clip from Marriage Story of you singing, we're going to play, if you want to take your headphones off now, we're going to play it, and then they'll sing to you when it's okay to listen. (laughs) And he took his headphones off, and he left. Word. Uh, And, like, there's so many people reacting to this, and I'm like, good, that's fucking practicing (laughs) self-care. 
Yeah. If you have a conversation <clears throat> with someone, even if it's Terry Gross, yeah, who you hate to say anything bad about, yeah, and you say I don't want clips of this, and then they do it, yeah. I mean, He's just like, you know what? If they're not going to listen, I'm out. I've never heard anything about him being an asshole to anyone. Yeah. I'm sure that was just the right thing for him to do. Yeah. So I like it. I'm off on a tangent. Yeah. It was like uh, we were talking the other day. It's like a rider thing for like, um, you know, it's uh, the, uh, you know, no brown M&Ms backstage. Mm -hmm. It's like it's there because they want to make sure you've looked at all of the other things on the rider that are for sure. like safety and like sure. <laughs> mental yeah, like, health. I'm sure some like... bands put stuff on there for an asshole. Yeah. Just be an asshole. Yeah. But it's but just yeah. like a clear indicator if you sure. followed the steps <laughs> or not. You sure, know, yeah. I have a lot it's of, uh, like... quasi in my job. I have a lot of quasi volunteer opportunities that pay out, you know, good swag or money or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and I always put, Hey, I have this opportunity send me a message. Direct yeah. message me, personal message <laughs> yes. me. And then every single person who comments on it, I don't respond. And then eventually they'll send me a message like, what the hell, dude? I've been mess- I've been commenting, you know, get back to me. I'm like, you didn't read it. And yeah. like, oh, okay. Well, what's-? And I say, I-, I don't trust you. Yeah. I can't use you as a volunteer because <laughs> yeah. you don't listen to direction. Yeah, exactly. It's two sentences. I have this opportunity at this time. Personal message me. You didn't read two <laughs> sentences. So I'm done <laughs> with you. Yep. I don't need you. Uh, it's like ba- the, the <laughs> test you take in high school. Is, at the very top, it says read through everything before you do anything. Yeah, and, the and on the last, one, but says, la- yeah. other side of the page at the bottom, just says sign your name and raise your hand. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's the test. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought about something like that the other day of like, you're kind of like punishing people that are very thorough, though. <laughs> want to take it yeah. step by step. No, neither here nor that. Obama's <laughs> favorite TV. He's got three favorite TV shows. Okay. He says a quick list of TV shows that I considered as powerful as movies. Okay. Um, Fleabag season two. Word. Unbelievable and Watchmen. Word. Uh, I haven't Watchmen's watched Unbelievable. The only thing on either list yeah. that I've seen. <laughs> uh, I I watch Fleabag religiously. Yeah. I think it is. Equally, like not as good as Watchmen, but equally as important mm. and like. It's so powerful and good, and the um the writer director whose name escapes me, like she's like, I want to tell this story in two seasons, and it's so critically acclaimed that she's like, okay, I'll do another one. Oh wow! Because like, people are like chomping, and it, Fleabag is really good. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, but it's written as a very self-contained story, and it's basically the story of a girl who's like, you know, like it's 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 in London, and she. They never explain her name. Like the show refers to her as Fleabag, not that anybody <laughs> else does. But you never know what her name is. Oh, she's interesting. Just, she's just going through life, and she's you know she's not adhering to society's morals, and like <laughs> she has very uptight parents, and you know very like straight laced sister, and she's just you know fuck it, I'm just living my life. And everybody around her kind of hates her for it. And it's it's perfect. It's a great show. Great storytelling. Word. All right. Yeah. Th- that's that's the, the list of things I definitely need to watch. Yeah. So that was the news. And now we're going to dive into something a little different for us <laughs> and very important for us. And we're going to do a, uh, an in-depth review of a film that came out. <laughs> yes. And what I would consider the most important movie-going experience you could have yes. of this decade. Must it's not see this century. in the theater. Yeah. I'm not saying it's the movie that is so amazing, but the experience of watching it live with a group of people. And that, of course, is the feline uh, 
based movie, Cats. Cats. Now, here's something I want to say about Cats first. And this, I saw all sorts of different articles about this, and it blew my mind. <laughs> Is that when Cats came out on Broadway, mm-hmm. it was the first time a musical had done the crowd walk. Yes. Um, and not only the yeah, crowd it was, walk. It was not just on stage. It was in the aisles. But it was very interactive. People. Like, you yeah. have a whole chorus of cats touching people, sitting in their laps, like, rubbing up on them. Yeah. Acting like actual cats. There's a funny throwaway line in The Office about, uh, like, show tunes and stuff where Dwight <laughs> yeah. Schrute goes, last time I went to the theater, a man dressed as a cat sat in my lap, and he just looks really <laughs> upset. Yeah. Uh, so that's what kind of – and, like, imagine, like, at, in the 80s – you know, you live in New York, you're going to Broadway shows, you've seen them all your life, and then all of a sudden, for the first time, this mm-hmm. fourth wall is broken. Yeah. And they're around you, and it's tangible. And that would make that show very powerful and very interesting. Yeah. Now, when you take that away <laughs> and put it on a screen, yeah. maybe that magic goes away. <laughs> so I'm yep. going to give some... I've never seen the stage show, and I'm sure it's great. Yeah, I haven't seen um, it either. I liken it to a ballet. Like, a lot of the storytelling yeah. is just the dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which, <laughs> in a way, is very strange in itself. Sure. Because ballet is, like, an expression of the human body. Right. <laughs> sure. But they're all cats. <laughs> See, I, but there's stuff like Swan Lake, where they're supposed to be swans and shit. Right. I, I, I think that's fine. Uh, I will say, narratively, <laughs> the Cats movie is such a fucking mess. Yeah. <laughs> That if you put a gun in my mouth and said, if you can't explain and you have as much time as you want, the, the plot of the movie Cats, you're going to die. I would start you know, thinking about my headstone and my epitaph because it is perverse. It is perverse. It's, hey, here's this cat. Hey, here's this cat. Hey, here's this cat. So here's a cat. So I'm going to say right now, if you don't want the, mo- the movie cat spoiled, stop the podcast because I'm going to get into some real detail about this bullshit. So right now, turn it off. All right. It starts off with a lady throwing a cat out in a bag, yes. which I think is the funniest beginning to a movie ever. She puts it, and you know it's a human like cat hybrid in the bag, and I'm just waiting for it to pop out. Yeah. This old lady presumably throws this sack in the trash, and it's in yeah. London. Uh, and pop, up, pop, pops the kitten who is like I gotta tell you really strangely attractive like really weirdly attractive for a cat human hybrid and I think they did it on purpose but neither here nor there and then all the other cat and basically the whole plot of the movie kind of yeah. is that there is cat heaven yes. called the heaven side heaven side layer was it heaven side layer heaven side he- yeah heaven side which is a real thing I found out scientifically it's the thing that radio signals bounce off of oh okay isn't that fucking weird that is very yeah, weird it's a real thing uh and so the cats want to go there because I guess maybe one of their nine lives or it's like it's either cat heaven or it like redistributes you into a better one of your yeah, nine lives yeah it's supposed to like it's, reincarnate them into whatever they want or like what their ideal it's life very is very nebulous it's, yeah and they pick this cat at the Jellicle ball yes and a Jellicle cat is something <laughs> that is not defined. No. Uh, they say it a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole so, song about what it is. A lot of the movie. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. A, it's a lot five of the minutes movie, of telling you what it is and you still don't understand. Yeah. A lot of the movie is like, 
the cat trying to figure out if she's an actual Jellicle. The song yes. is like, Jellicle cats are black and white. Jellicle cats are orange. Yeah. Jellicle <laughs> yeah, cats exactly. are big. Yeah. Jellicle cats are really small. Jellicle <laughs> cats are, are fast. Yeah. Some of them are stupid. Like, <laughs> yeah, all of these descriptions are contradictory to yeah. each other. Yeah, because all like, the ones so talking anybody? Are Like, yeah. what's... What so, what aren't they? <laughs> so the director of the movie says all cats are jellicle cats, which also does not make any fucking sense because she's trying to figure out yeah. if she is. And then the writer who 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 wrote the fucking play, uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber, yeah, says there is a specific type of jellicle cat, but it's undefinable. <laughs> so we don't fucking know. So at the do ball, you, do you have that thing? Yeah, uh, every, the whole movie is different vignettes of. Introducing different cat characters, and then at the Jellicle yep. Ball, the cats sing their songs, and then the uh, the gut the, the, the queen cat, cats, some bad cats, yeah. some lazy cats. Yeah, there's also yeah. a bad cat trying to thwart all the all the cats singing their songs, but yep. all the contenders have a song about themselves, and then Dame Judy Dench that shows up as Deuteromedy, yep. which is her name, yep. and, and she is the the queen cat, I guess, who's like yeah. re- like like a hundred years old or something. I don't fucking yeah. know. Yeah, speaking of elder statesmen, <laughs> yeah, like, but I was like, they made a point just to be like, like she's the revered so one. Yeah, long lived for a cat. Yeah, uh, she is apparently the one who chooses who gets to go to cat reincarnation heaven. Yeah, and so she picks the one that goes on. Jennifer Hudson plays uh, a shunned cat. Uh, a lot of the cats are wearing fur coats of their own fur, which is very <laughs> yeah. weird. Um, I saw a screenshot. We saw the patched version, which is yeah. They, they oh yeah, I saw the, the, movie. the screenshot of Judy Dench. Just her hand, just her hand with her wedding In ring. In the patched version, I haven't seen a screenshot, but people are talking about how one of the background cats is not a cat. In the in the fixed version. <laughs> Like they just forgot to see it's just a person. <laughs> Sometimes the the cats are breakdancing wearing sneakers. Yeah, sneakers or tap shoes. Uh, and nothing else. And then sometimes they're wearing clothes, sap- but not shoes. Wabbles, yeah. Is, there's no consistency there's, whatsoever. There's, no, there's also no consistency to the size of the cats. No. Sometimes they are like two feet. Sometimes they are like six inches. Yeah. Like sometimes they can hold a fork that just looks bigger than a regular fork. Sometimes they can slide through a sewer grate. It's very fucking bizarre. Ian McKellen. Sir Ian McKellen. Sir Ian McKellen. Lapping up milk. Which I feel like was his idea. Maybe. I think he's just that kind of goofy dude. Yeah. Uh, So we saw it on Christmas. We saw it in a very small theater with maybe 12 other people. Our Christmas treat yourself. Yep. At the end of the movie, we saw some people storm out very angry. The group next to us. Before we went into the movie, do you remember the two guys carrying their cats on the way back to their cars? Were those cats? I thought they were dogs. I think they were cats. They tried to bring their cats to the movie. I think cats? they tried to bring their movie their cats. Into so when the they movie. saw a sign that said "cat screening," they thought that was four cats. All right. Well, those people are like stupid. an all ages screening, but uh, all yeah. species. I mean, they've done dog screenings in movie theater before, which yeah. is always messy and stupid. Oh yeah. Uh, Oof. Uh, so. So, <laughs> saw cats. The group next to us went into the same kind of mentality of like, "This is gonna oh. be dumb." Yeah. The end of the movie, I clapped. And, uh, <laughs> just explained yeah. the word, "hoofa." <laughs> um, it was the worst. It was the worst. Thing. But like, I mean, sometimes you talk about how things are so bad they turn around and are good again. This took 
multiple revolutions. Oh yeah, to yeah. Be it was so bad. Stunning. It was almost great, and then it got bad again, and then it got great again, and then it got bad again. <laughs> I mean, it was it was an experience. <laughs> and if yeah. it's still in theaters where you're at, like you have to go. You have to go. <laughs> it's not even a roller coaster of emotion. It's just yeah. like. A roller coaster of what am I watching? I what saw, is happening? I saw right someone's now. review that's is like, this real life? This must have been what the very first people who watched Rocky Horror Picture Show have felt. Because in this person, in this review I read, this person went and the theater was uproarious and at one point was screaming back at the screen. Like, you know, the Mr. Mistopheles song yeah, when they keep yeah. saying it, they just keep going, just say it again. And then they, they just like, yeah. say it again. Oh my and God. then when the magic that trick finally worked, I, you me. did not like that. Is the same one line of text like over and over. 60 times just right. from different so characters for a bunch per- of characters. When that worked, that person's theater like oh lost their shit and went up. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> so I I foresee a future where like screenings of the cat's movie with an interactive thing may yeah, happen. Like a very cult following. Where, oh, this yeah. will have a cult following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's, it was. Yeah, that's a really good analogy is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Sure. Uh, the one thing I, I'm sorry I missed out on was that uh, our friends over at the Alamo Draft House uh-huh. had rowdy screenings oh. where you were allowed to just scream or, like, roll around in the aisle oh, and you could do whatever man. you want during the movie. Yeah, we should have gone to that one. And I'm sure that was an experience and I'm sad that I missed it. Yeah. Oh, maybe we'll do another one. Man, I hope it becomes like a, a yearly repertory. Thing. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, there's that's that's the only way I'm seeing this movie again. <laughs> right, sure, is with a, a bunch of people who yeah. also uh, feel the same so way. So far, I think I read it lost eighty one million dollars. Oh um, yeah, its, it's opening weekend was like six million on a budget of like a hundred. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it had to cost more than a hundred million dollars. It had to. <laughs> I knew, like, uh, just Dame Judi Dench had six million individually animated hairs on her. Oh, my God. Like, that's expensive. And they didn't even bother using, like, mocap suits or anything. No. They were just like, no, we're just going to film it like regular people, and then the CG people will just have to work extra hard. Also, uh, now I'm not in any way, shape, or form a very big Taylor Swift fan, yeah. but I'll say they had Taylor Swift do a song on this, and she sounds so fucking awful that <laughs> yeah. it's like they must like they must have been trying to make her sound bad because just her singing <laughs> by herself is she's great. She's a musician, yeah. but like I'm tone deaf and I can sing better than that. Like it's, yeah. it, the whole thing, it's mixed poorly, it's shot poorly, it's animated poorly, it's written poorly, yeah. it's executed poorly, and I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the sound mix was also messing with me the whole movie because yeah. it's the apparently it's the same director who did the Les Mis movie. Sure. Um, and they were on that movie especially very much all about getting the uh, the sound of the actors on set singing. They didn't want any like ADR replaced singing. Sure. Um, which I think they did the same thing in this movie. And what it winds up happening is that all the singing sounds like dialogue in the mixing, and then mm-hmm. the music coming out of all of the other channels of the surround system uh-huh. doesn't match up correctly, sure. and it sounds weirdly disjointed. It's so <laughs> It's just another layer of what is going on in this movie. No. And also, <laughs> magic's a real thing. Yeah. Like, I didn't catch that until, like, and, like, they 
kept hinting at it, but yeah, a lot a lot of the movies based on magic. Oh yeah. Just top yeah, to bottom. Just like teleporting people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Mustafa's hat just has like a billion things in it. Yeah. And then he's like, I don't know if I'm a real musician after pulling like a truckload of shit out of his hat. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. All right. So go see it. Go see it. Go see it. Give them your money. I want a cat's too in the worst. Highly life. recommended, not because it's good. <laughs> but you'll never you'll never have anything like it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> All right, you got anything else to add? I, that's, that's it for me. All right. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Dan Richardson, for being our co-host. Indeed. Thank you so much to everyone listening. Please review us on iTunes if you're so inclined. Email us at 5 by 5 at gmail.com with any questions, concerns, or criticisms. Or find us on Facebook at 5 by 5 at the Movies, where I post memes. Oh, hey, one more thing. <laughs> oh, shit, what? Uh, happy New Year, everybody. I don't care. Yeah, Happy New Year. <laughs> happy New Year. I'm too tired to be happy. Yeah. I don't wish anyone else to be happy. Just everyone be yeah. sad and tired today. Yeah. You know, lots of things going on. So that's why this uh, episode's coming out on a Wednesday. That's true. Well, they usually do just like at okay. one in the morning. Yeah. This is just a little later. Right. Uh, this is the part. Of, this is part of the show where I usually say thank you, Dan Benjamin, Hattie Cook, and the entire Five by Five Network. I'm going to refrain this week. Uh, we'll see you next week with another Five by Five of the movies. Roll, Roll credit. credit.